Orgasmic Enlightenment, where the sexual and spiritual come together. I'm Kimanami, and I'm a holistic sex and relationship coach and a vaginal weightlifter. In this show, we explore all things intimate. I believe that our sexual energy is life force, creative energy, and we can use it to shape our worlds, strengthen our relationships, and self-actualize. I blend the most avant-garde information from neuroscience, ancient sexual practices like Tantra and Taoism, to renegade wellness modalities to show you how to create gourmet sex in your lives. Come one, come all. Cervical orgasms, God's greatest gift. Yes, God wants you to have them and wants you to have lots of them. One of the most common things we hear when women start having cervical orgasms is, I saw God. For clarity's sake, let's define God as spirit, energy, nature, the life force of the universe, whatever you want to call it. Some people obviously have a more personified idea of what that force is, but I think that most people can agree on some kind of general definition like this. So women get fucked really, really well, whether by themselves or with a partner, and they see God. They feel deeply connected to themselves and truly love being in their own skin, as opposed to feeling like they want to crawl out of it and dissociate. They feel in sync with the rhythm of life and in touch with people and the flow of the universe. They feel at one with all, including themselves. They transcend their little selves and their mind grooves and elevate to a more beautiful version of who they are, acting from their highest being. They find intuition, grace, compassion, and love. They radiate beauty and flow, and their bodies and their emotions feel blissful. Their bodies are transmitting signals of ecstasy constantly, as they were meant to. Does that sound like seeing or feeling God? I think so. People have even more dramatic and poetic descriptions of their cervical orgasm experiences, which you will hear about in today's Well-Fucked All-Star interviews a bit later. If you've come from a religious background where sex was shunned, shamed, taboo, or ironically and horrifically, you were violated at the hands of some kind of religious representative, you will have very conflicting views on God and sex. And you may even have bought into the narrative that God, if we're now attributing human characteristics to God, doesn't want people having sex or pleasure, apparently. In what kind of fucked up universe did this idea get attributed to God? It's pretty obvious to me that even if there are some kinds of spiritual truths still remaining in religious texts, the parts forbidding sexual pleasure are entirely human edits, meaning these books and writings have been rewritten with control mechanisms to limit human freedom and potential. That is not something that God does. The truth is that your sexual organs and your sexuality are potent generators and sources and straight up pathways to the most abundant, powerful, procreative energy that we have access to at our literal fingertips. It is truly the most successful PSYOP, psychological operation in the world, that has convinced people to be terrified of their own bodies. 
Anything or anyone who tells you that sex is dirty, bad, shameful, destructive is lying, period. The truth is that your body is actually the pathway to God. All the beliefs and notions that somehow the body leads you astray away from God are wrong. Many of the things that bring me closer to God involve using my body in the most vigorous ways, such as having cervical orgasms, having extended marathon sex dates, because the longer you go, the deeper and further you can go, self-pleasuring, breast massage, yoni massage, exercise. For me, I love running, especially in the woods or on the beach, but even in the city, I can connect to that energy. Surfing, which is, again, intense physical exertion combined with being in nature. Hiking, working out with weights. I've been an avid weight trainer for about 30 years, and I love it. Pilates, to name a few. All of these things involve going deeply into the body and using it as a path to salvation. And I looked up the definition of salvation just to to see what they said. And the synonym that I like the most for it is deliverance. I get delivered and transported out of my little self and into my higher one. I access higher realms of existence within myself and then by extension out here in this physical universe. Of all these things, my cervical orgasms take me there the fastest and the most profoundly. And this is why I am so emphatic about all women having these orgasms. The good fuck medicine of cervical orgasms is essential daily nourishment for all women. Not just physically for all the orgasmic benefits and having the means to tuning fork yourself into bliss every day, but for the spiritual ones as well. Being cleansed, cleared, and reborn, like a spiritual awakening from your vagina. In Taoist sexual reflexology, the cervix is considered to be the heart point. Stimulating it helps to open the heart, and an open heart helps to release the cervix. When the cervix is activated through deep pleasure, it radiates out as love and a feeling of connectedness and oneness with all. The cervix is the gateway between life and death. It is the ultimate portal to spiritual dimensions. It's also aligned with the vagus nerve, which is considered to be the most spiritual nerve in the body that turned on energy flows all the way up to the crown chakra where the vagus goes. And that is also why women feel like they can connect with God, spirit, the life force energy of the universe, all this and more at your cervix. Before we get to today's all-star interviews, and we have three golden ones, let's go through some of the steps to achieving these orgasms. I go into much greater detail in my How to Be a Well-Fucked Woman salon, but here is a primer. Number one, clear your blocks. Of all the things that keep people from tapping into and owning their sexual energy, religious and cultural programming are some of the strongest. Add on to that sexual trauma, and it can be very difficult to access your pure sexual life force energy, or you could be terrified of it. 
This has to be worked through and cleared for you to truly touch these places in yourself, and I mean obviously literally and figuratively, and access the bliss and ecstasy of the body and the spirit that are your birthright. After all, you are born with all this apparatus, right? It's yours to use. I always talk about conscious versus unconscious use, but used consciously, these pleasure centers of the body are a pathway to enlightenment. Number two, own your yoni and breasts. Reconnect with your sexual organs, or maybe even connect for the first time. There are a lot of women out there who have never even put their fingers in their own vaginas. That's got to (laughs) change. If you want to reach these deep spiritual and sexual places, you start in your own body. And I mean in. Yoni massage, breast massage, having a regular self-pleasuring practice, All of these things are keys to your queendom. Spend time with yourself and explore. Set aside at least 30 and ideally 60 minutes, or even better, a whole morning or afternoon, where your entire purpose is to touch yourself and awaken your sensual and orgasmic potential. Remember, if you build it, they will come. Number three, using a jade yoni egg. Since most, if not all, vaginas are numb, at least to some degree, using a jade egg is one of the fastest ways to wake up your vagina. You do this through building strength in the muscles and rejuvenating the tissues with the exercises I teach. I also work with all the emotional and energetic dimensions of reclaiming these parts of you so that your vagina becomes your pleasure center, your compass, and your mover and shaker in your life and shaper (laughs) as you learn how to consciously create your world with your sexual creative energy. So you can find my Jade Yoni Egg Salonette year-round in the Anami Alchemia online shop and my famous and infamous Vaginal Kung Fu Salon runs once a year in February. You can sign up for the waitlist at kimanami.com. Number four, cervical orgasm dildos. As I've said, it is totally possible to achieve cervical orgasms on your own using everything I've mentioned so far, plus a good-sized cock. And I can give you that. I've designed two different cervical couture dildos, which we carry in the Anami Alchemia online shop. We have Anahata, which is phase one and a longer specimen, and Siva, which is phase two and a much girthier model. I recommend using them in tandem with Akasha, which is our G-Spot toy, as part of the whole Holy Trinity set. That way, you can go fuck yourself progressively starting with Akasha, moving on to Anahata, and then you finish off with Siva. This way you open the vagina incrementally all the way home to God. (laughs) All right, number five, learning the feminine art of surrender and receptivity. We're going to buck the current trend of rejecting the body that you were born with, and instead we're going to own it going deeply, deeply into what it means to have your physical female form, as we've already been talking about with these physical self-exploration and connection practices, but also what are the archetypal energies of the feminine? Flow, receptivity, openness, radiance, magnetism. 
fully opening up to and embracing these energies will lead you further into the truth and wisdom that being in a female body has to offer you. It's one of the most subtle things to talk about and teach, but it's often the most profound. Do you have a hard time letting go? Do you need to be in control? To access the power in being a woman and the power in your vagina and your cervix, you need to master the art of surrender. You release all of your mental cares, ego, thoughts, superimposed conditioning, and you open your heart and your legs to the penetration of a lover and of the universe. And it is there that you will find God and cervical orgasms. Today's well-fucked all-stars have some epic, cosmic, life-changing experiences to share about their cervical orgasms. We have Sarah, who comes from a religious background, and she says, I honestly feel way closer to God. Premila, and she says, it's like my body repairs itself and goes out into the next field and into the next field and into the next field. I'm closing all the fractures that have come due to all the pain and suffering that my body has taken on in this lifetime and potentially many other lifetimes. And Selvi, who talks about the emotional release, and she says, so much is stored in the body. I can't tell you the number of times that I would either cry or feel anger or just start laughing. And Mara and her husband, Phil. And she says, it's like my cells get a recharge all at once. Well fucked all stars. And I honestly felt like in a way I felt closer to God. Um, maybe for someone that's spirit, source, divine, you know, whatever you believe in, but I felt closer to God. And I was like, wow, like he didn't, you know, make this to be bad. He made this to be pleasurable. Like I wouldn't have the capability to do that if it wasn't in me, you know? Right. And, and so it just completely changed my life. So thank you. <laughs> it's kind of interesting. Cause I remember when I first learned that they were even possible, um, because I didn't even know I had a cervix until I was like 19, 20 years old. Because I, all I was taught was I had a vagina. So I didn't know any, any, any anatomy on that. Um, so for me physically, um, they're nothing like a, a, a clitoral orgasm. Clitoral orgasms, for anyone listening there, they kind of remind me of like when you walk up like a little 15 foot ledge and then you like jump off like a... 10 foot waterfall and it's like woo, you know whereas <laughs> and then like it's done like goodbye whereas a cervical orgasm to me it feels like you're just going like further and deeper and deeper and deeper and you're you're vibrating and it's consuming it's powerful um and it spreads throughout the entire body um this it's like this orgasmic spiritual enlightening intense but also safe in a way climax and it, it, it lasts longer for me i've had them last for hours at times um not every single time but they're definitely something that you feel throughout your entire body and it's like you just got this like incredible massage spiritual tune-up and like you just let out all these tears of emotion that you don't even know what you're crying about <laughs> um and it, it just feels incredible i 
I can't, I've never had anything feel like it. So it's kind of hard to compare it to something else because it's not like anything else. And um, I just always, every time I do, I have one, I feel healed. I feel like everything's going to be okay and everything is safe. Um, but it's it's not like a clitoral orgasm where it's centrally located to the vagina. It's It's literally just like inside out, every fiber of your being all your cells, your hair, your eyelashes, everything. <laughs> Does that make sense? The clitoral orgasms, I think they're good for like when you go and visit in-laws and like family members who are kind of annoying and you're like, I just, okay, there's no, you know, cause I don't do drugs or drink or anything. So I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna, you know, go smoke a cigarette. Let me go to the bathroom <laughs> and like touch my clit for a minute. And then like, okay, now I have like a little bit of a, you know a, a way to mentally process being around these annoying people but that's i think what they're good for in my opinion and here is premala well fucked all stars as far as the cervical orgasm goes the first time i had one i just cried i literally cried and cried because it was an opening and a cup and then i've had this really interesting thing that happens to me i start laughing a lot a ridiculous amount of laughing like stupid laughing i can't believe how much laughter there is sometimes i start laughing i can't stop laughing so he just goes, yeah, she's laughing. And he keeps moving through it and just keeps smacking me for whatever reason, for whatever it is. And it just keeps happening. But um, the cervical orgasm, sometimes it's because we've been at this, this almost um, playfulness where it's been ongoing through the day, when he ends up actually uh, fucking me, it's like, I hit that spot of a cervical orgasm so fast because it isn't like it's a sudden we're having sex. It's actually building and building and building and building and building. And it's it might be like the third or fourth time we've actually had sex in the in the day. And that's when I actually hit it. So it's like my body is just building this energy I'm primed to have Did you this say the third or fourth time that you've had sex during the day? Yes. So you guys are delightfully making up for lost time. We are delightfully. We have a commitment. <laughs> I'm healing that. And it's through the work that you have created, Kim, doing the egg practice, having this, um, having sex with my husband, but it's not sex, making love to him on a daily basis and doing all of this. I'm healing all my auric fields. I'm allowing it. Every time I come, every time I have this sense of, this 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 build up and this orgasm it it's like it's like the big bang all over again it's like my body repairs and it just goes out into the next field and goes out into the next field and into the next field and i'm keel and i'm closing all the fractures that have come due to all the pain and suffering that my body has taken on in this lifetime and potentially i don't know how many other lifetimes and it's just that's how I feel right now. That's that's what, for me, this work has given me access to. It's allowed me to talk to people. It's given me that ability to see um, and to think I came from a space where I couldn't even have him touch me. 
I couldn't, you know, it's a complete shutdown where we couldn't even be close. I imagine, I think to myself, how the hell did we even um, manage to stay together? Um, I just discovered yesterday from my husband that um, he actually fell in love with me very soon after we got together. And he was heartbroken because his teacher, his teacher, which was doing all the work with the Qigong and Nigong and all of that, told him that I was so scarred he shouldn't invest his time and energy. And the poor man broke, but he still stays with me. He was probably right. <laughs> uh, but he still stayed with me. So I'm, yeah, I'm eternally grateful for whatever these whatever he's given me, but also for the fact that he has been so persistent about you. Eight years, Kim. Eight years. Wow. Wow. Is that like little breakfast notes at the table beside your porridge? Like, here's the Kim and Ami podcast episode. Like, And here's Selvi. Well fucked, O-Stars. Sexuality was a place where I had held myself back for arguably most of my life, if not all of my life, um, and had never really been able to relax. So I'd been able to orgasm, but it would just be like a quick little hit, not really anything long or extended or anything like that. Um, and so realizing that I didn't have to rush to the end, like rush to the finish line, and I could actually relax and enjoy the process, um, was sort of the beginning of understanding what surrender felt like in my body. And then to be able to release and then to just allow, again, those orgasms to come and to feel how different those are, the cervical orgasms, the G-spot orgasms, how different they are than just clitoral orgasms. And that there was so much more depth there um, was just beautiful. Like even in terms of emotional release, you know, how much is stored in the body. Um, I can't tell you the number of times that I would either cry or um, feel anger or just start laughing. Like <laughs> <laughs> after a good full-on cervical orgasm, I'd be giggling hysterically, and I was like, "Whoa, okay." <laughs> so I'm kind of laughing over here because it's just such a change from what it used to be. Um, so right afterwards, I feel excited. I feel energized. I feel motivated to you know, use that energy to go and do something. So whether it's to be creative or it might be to go out for a walk or, um, you know, go out with friends or what have you, but there's some, you know, outlet for that energy that actually comes up, which I didn't know existed prior. Um, so that's for sure. And then in terms of how I take that out into the world. So there is this radiance to me now, there's a magnetism to me that has just really shifted since the salon. Like people are just drawn to me. Um, things happen so much easier. Like, and honestly, like in the past week alone, I live in New York City, there were four guys who were begging me to give me their phone number. Um, what would it take for me to take you out to dinner? You're just so stunningly gorgeous. Um, and it's the radiance. It's not just the physical um, exterior, you know, uh, which has just been mind blowing to me every now and then I have, still have to stop and be like, what? He's talking to me. <laughs> Yeah, the one guy, he was riding his motorbike and I have a thing for motorbikes and he 
he let me cross the street. He was coming in the opposite direction. He turns around. So we're now on the same direction of the street, pulls his bike onto the curb and is literally begging. (laughs) (laughs) You are a goddess. What would it take for me to take you out to dinner? Oh, so did you say yes to any of them out of curiosity? Um, Well, I was tempted. Well, (laughs) Tempted to just like, I mean, I was flattered. No, I don't want to say tempted. I was flattered, but I'm actually seeing someone. So it was really interesting to see how much more this is happening since I've been seeing this guy. Mm, so in terms of upping your well-fucked radiance or upping that energy mm-hmm. and wearing even more of it. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. It's possible. And lastly, we have Mara and Phil. Well-fucked all stars. We did not have a great sexual connection. It was like, it was fine. It was sex, but it wasn't, it wasn't gourmet sex, as you say. Um, And like, I mean, now it's like, like you would say in your, like, oh, you know, my lover can like touch my arm and I have, but I was like, no way. Like that's, that's BS. Right. But now I'm like, yeah, that, <laughs> like that, that can totally happen. I was like the other day, I was like, I had two orgasms before you even entered me. It was like, whoa, like what, how is this happening? Right. And it's just, I don't even like, it's just, it's practice and it's honesty and it's openness and it's vulnerability. And yeah, yeah. We have this like this deep spiritual connection. It's so much far farther beyond physical. And and before like sex was just it was just physical. Yeah. You know, it was like, did that feel good to you? Yeah. Did that feel good to you? Yeah. Cool. Like successful, you know. <laughs> like, like, no, it's not, it's not for that really anymore. I mean, there's still that element to it, but it's it's way, 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 way way bigger. And so tell me about your orgasmic evolution as well, because when you, you said like before you were having clitoral orgasms and sometimes only after using a vibrator, and then you had your first cervical orgasm. Was it when you would, after just giving birth, like what, tell me again, the story about that and how that's evolved. He, it was, it was on my birthday. <laughs> he was like six weeks old. Elvis was, um, now he's almost two, but, um, I, yeah, it was like, and we'd been having sex for weeks at that point. Like we didn't wait until six weeks. Like, I think, I think we waited days yeah. after, after giving birth. So yeah, it was, he was six weeks old and it was my birthday. And I think it was like, we were still kind of working through like a lot of big bumps and it was like, I was still really insecure. I had a hard time letting go releasing. And then it was like, we'd started and stopped and started and stopped. And and then it was like, all of a sudden I just like started shaking, like shaking. And, and then I don't think you'd seen that before. No. No. Yeah. I'd, n- I'd never seen that. So like we stopped and he was like, are you okay? And by that point I'm sobbing and just sobbing and sobbing, sobbing. So, so for a while I was like, I think I just had a cervical orgasm. Like, okay, this is what she said the symptoms were, you know? And, um, and so for the first 
um, while I would, I would, I would sob and sob and sob. And sometimes for like 30 minutes afterwards, like he would just hold me and I would just ugly cry, you know? And I guess I had a lot of things to release, you know? Um, and now every once in a while I'll have like, like some emotion that comes up that wants to come through. And it's just like, um, you know, like tears welling up, but it's, but now it's just this full, it's, it's different. It's a, it's like a full body, like deep breath. It's like my, all of my cells get a recharge all at once. And you're just like, ah, you know, um, and, and it even, and you have to be open to have that happen. But even then, even being open and then having that orgasm, you're even more open, like more than you ever thought possible. And then it just keeps happening. And it's like, well, there's another one. There's another one. Like we don't, we don't count. Like he said, 10, like, no, it's, it's triple that sometimes. And, and it's just, I don't know. I love the way that you say gourmet because it does. It feels like you're just feeding all of your cells, all of your organs, your skin, your hair. Like I just feel so fed and nourished and loved and taken care of and settled. My legendary well-fucked woman salon is now open for registration. In this eight-week online program, we cover all of these body exploration practices from breast massage to self-pleasuring 101, as well as my step-by-step guides to G-spot, cervical, and squirting orgasms. A huge thread woven through the entire salon is learning how to surrender and live from your feminine energy to create your world, all while nourishing yourself from your source, your vagina, and your sexual energy. I also walk you through how to clear your blocks and use your oh-so-potent sexual energy to heal. All this and so much more. The Well-Fucked Woman is now open and you can sign up at kimanami.com. Look for Sexual Savant Salons and then click on How to Be a Well-Fucked Woman, where you too may have the chance to enter into the Well-Fucked Woman Hall of Fame, much like the women earlier in this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't already, subscribe and also leave a review and send someone else the gift of a healthy libido and an off the charts love life by sharing this episode with them. We'll be back next week. And in the meantime, many happy orgasms.